back in my day, we used to have these things called the iPods. Ah, oh, yes. Those. Uh, boy, do I miss my iPod. You're bringing, what I you're bringing back the trauma now. The, the trauma. <laughs> um, so <yeah>. many murdered <laughs> iPods. Ah. Uh, <laughs> So many murdered iPods. I don't know. I have half a mind every once in a while to go find and source like uh, a, a mint inbox condition one and then do a whole bunch of like modifications, put in the non-spinny drives, maybe change the charging port only to plug it in and realize no software works with it. <laughs> I believe you can still manage them on a Mac. And I, I could be wrong, but I mean, you can also, you know, in, install those programs that let you access your, you know, music using the interface. You can pretend that your phone is, a, <laughs> is an iPod. Uh, you, you, you know all about that, wouldn't you, Margie, specifically because I have been showing you all the things. <laughs> and yes, I am using that lock screen you sent me. It, 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 does, <laughs> it matches the blue of my phone. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. If so I pretty. recall correctly, we used to call them skins, so now it's like, look at my phone, new skin. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving swiftly on, hi. Welcome to Indulgently Minimal. It's so shiny and new. <laughs> oh no. I am Moggy and that's Jeff. Hi. And we're also joined by Murdoch. Hello everyone. Please bear with us today. <laughs> and this week we're going to be talking about music. Following on from last week, we thought we would do a little bit of a coder episode and drill down into what we talked about with one of our solutions to how all of streaming seems to have just gone to the dogs and talk about one of our favorite activities that is so far pretty much surviving the current state of things unscathed music so far i mean don't have tempt fate touch things. wood <laughs> <laughs> we keep saying things and then they keep happening like a few weeks later i'm terrified <sighs> No, music is definitely one of those surprisingly unscathed fields. Relatively, I would say. Maybe not completely unscathed, but relatively. I think the big one is we haven't seen the content getting siloed off. I don't know whether it's... I don't know why. Oh, I imagine record companies have worked out that rather than building their entire own infrastructure for streaming, they can just license it again and again to multiple people making multiple streams, having multiple streams of revenue for the same <laughs> Why stuff. Why can't they do that with Netflix? <laughs> because oh. I, I, I guess because the studios don't make enough money doing that, whereas the music industry uh. is huge. And everything's owned by like, what, like four or five labels anyway? Hmm. Pretty much. I, pretty much. I, I haven't been keeping up with the news. There was something about TikTok removing licensing on, what was it? No, no, no. It was Universal Group Media removed their licenses from TikTok and a million Taylor Swift music video clips went silent. Yeah. Well, that's, that's accompanying music. Now, we're not looking at that. We're looking at listening to music at its core. Like, you know, just, just listening to unadulterated music. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Music as an activity because, and uh, I know, Jeff, you can chime in here. Like, music, I feel like, can be perfectly encapsulated by the, the philosophy of Brian Eno. Music should either be able to be put on in the background and just become like a soundtrack to your life but the more attention you give to it, the more it gives back. Well, it's, it's in, in many ways, it's a piece of art. It can be something that you can enjoy casually from a distance, but the more attention you give it, the more details you notice, the more vibrant it becomes just because you're noticing more and more things. That's really good music does that. It, it rewards your attention. Hmm. Which is also definitely a thing. The note here, I think it is, 
it's a form of meditation, maybe an alternative to meditation in the sense that you're just focused on the music. It's very tangential to the flow state. When you get into like a song or an album that you really enjoy, it can be the same effect as getting lost in drawing or like athletes talk about, you know, feeling the flow. I think it's all mm. very much the same part about like forcing those alpha brainwaves. I don't know. I read a book once and it's all in there somewhere. Science brainwaves <laughs> of... <laughs> all hail science. <laughs> I've definitely heard something about like in you know, your heartbeat depending on what you're listening to and depending on what you're doing your heartbeat can sync to the music you're listening to oh god what if you listen to like what if you listen to like some weird jazz where the time signature keeps changing that's just a heart attack Murdoch that's arrhythmia I was oh. watching something the other day about music and somebody like named some jazz track and it was like 2, 6, 5, 12, 42 and that's the time signature <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's like trying to dance to Tool. Oh. <laughs> An experience. <laughs> uh, well, I think the point I'm just trying to hook on to here, basically, I'm, I'm still somewhat scrambling for solutions to the, the pocket brain scrambler we have access to all day. I've, I've been trying to put it away. I really have. <laughs> it's difficult, right? I think definitely with like when you've got moving on to listening to albums or music like uh intentionally rather mm -hmm. than instead of, like with you know what the TikTok or youtube you can just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and you can do the same with music you just listen to random song after random song yeah but, like i've been listening to albums a bit more intentionally mm. on on a couple of recommendations for one of your friends margie oh yes and yes i found it's actually going back it's kind of stressful listening to random song after random song because there's no cohesion i think you talked about that last week or the week before margie mm-hmm Tastemakers, was it? It's yeah. kind of, I mean, to revisit the point, it's sort of that algorithms do their best to put things in front of you that they think you will like. But at the same time, more and more algorithms are now being influenced by the platforms putting their finger on the scale, so to speak. So they stop pushing things they think you'll like and they start pushing things they're paid to push. Ultimately, this is all just a computer guessing, whereas, you know, an album, depending on who's made it, can be, you know, so precise and so intentional with the emotional journey it wants to take you on or the message it wants to give you. And a, a, a form of a tastemaker is a DJ, whether mm -hmm. that be on the radio or in a club or at a party. This is somebody who's entire job is to control the flow of the the show of the party of whatever by playing songs that have some sort of cohesion that again take you on that journey mm -hmm. and i don't know like i guess it's difficult for a computer to fully do that well it's something intangible you can't quantify vibe it's Oh, I just like can't that. Do it. Oh, put that on a T-shirt. You can't quantify vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, please don't let the AI bros hear this. They will try to figure it out. <laughs> but that's the that's the hilarious thing with the AI bros is they don't understand that, and mm -hmm. they never will because it's it's fundamentally uh, a non mechanical thing. It's and it changes from person to person. It changes from room to room. Mm. And what some people will find flows one song into another. Other people will identify different songs that flow for different reasons. 
I mean, for the longest time, this was the one of the defining differences between Spotify and Apple Music, where ultimately, once the libraries kind of reached an equilibrium, one of the big differences is, was that Spotify's discovery algorithm was seen as being scarily good. It will recommend stuff that you'd have never have known to look for, but that you I instantly love. Stuff. I found some absolutely smashing stuff from uh, Spotify. Oh, I used to. It's nowhere near as good as it used to be. I don't know what happened. Oh, <laughs> finger on the I, scale. I, yeah. I'm, I'm still, small interjection, I will still sell, like, the, the YouTube music algorithm is still surprisingly good. Can be, some, although all roads seem to end in that one song, was it? Oh, yeah. Um, Every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, oh, what's that? Song? It's going to kill me now. But that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I wanted to say was that the on the flip side, Apple Music they bought another service where the playlists were human curated, mm. and that's what people would say is that the playlist you get on Apple Music they may end up playing a lot more traditionally popular songs. So, you know, you're not as likely to find new music, but if you don't shuffle them and just let them go, they hit that vibe, and that's because they're actually put together by professional DJs. Yeah. Hmm. It's intentional. It's it's there with intent. It's a massive thing that I think is lacking in a lot of uh, algorithmic content. There's no intent with anything. It's just random things after random things. And I've now that I've started to pay attention to it, I've noticed it kind of stresses me out. It really does, because there's no cohesion. Hmm. Hmm. And it's also because, like, and this is where it also gets even more difficult. Like, yay, let's make this more difficult. Music is so subjective. Something that I've, I think we've all kind of grown, as we've grown up, we've realized, like, there's no such thing as, I mean, there is bad music. Okay, I'm not going to say oh, there's, there's no definitely bad music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold your horses, boys. <laughs> but I, I try I, not to. I, I, I see you've never heard any of my original compositions. <laughs> well, those are compositions. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, what I want to say is like, just because I don't like something doesn't mean I need to say bad things about it. It's just not for me. Mm. And I, 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 that took quite a lot of growing up, actually, to realize that, oh, that, that music is not, it's terrible. Don't put that near me and, you know, rock and roll forever. No, like, that's just my taste. That's not, that doesn't mean anything. But at the same time, there's definitely, like, as I've, my music tastes have broadened, I have discovered there's a lot of music that is not bad. It just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, hmm. like, it doesn't spark, it, does, it sparks nothing within you. Yeah, like, um, I want music to challenge me. Like, even if I don't like it, even if it, I don't sit there and go, ah, yes, into the forever playlist you go, I want it to challenge me. I want to sit there and go, hmm, all right, I see what you were going with there. Not for me, but yeah. You know, hmm, I want yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, and that will vary from person to person. And it's, it's I mean, hugely me, subjective. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's what some people will find challenging. Some people will be very used to, and it's not really an issue for them. Hmm. And then there is some music. There's a lot of popular music, for me at least. It's just very, it's good. It's technically very, very good. But it's, for me, it's just boring. Like, hmm. it sounds boring, the, 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 the textures in it. I mean, I... I, I talk about music a lot with with, with texture because it's just how I visualize it. Hmm. It's just very bland. Ah, and it's kind of like the jazz. It's <laughs> kind of like eating mashed potato. It's delicious, but it does nothing for you. Hmm. I love mashed potato. Um, <laughs> I've I've had an interesting experience with music growing up. Basically, like I was lucky enough to have a lot of let's say broad exposure. 
early on. And it did help me sort of formulate a taste for music and mm. you know, couple that with a little bit of curiosity and a little bit of adventuring and exploration, like seeking out new music or seeking out music within my tastes. A lot of this has been weathered down over the years. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like I've tempered my taste in music and then over the years it has just weathered down. Um, stuff that I could not listen to at all is now just fine, pleasant background noise. I think, as, as I think, as Moggy was saying, maybe as you, you know, as you as you get older, as you mature, mature, uh, mature, mm. you uh, you lose that sharp edge where everything's not as visceral anymore, and you start to, you know, what I can get along with this. You know, I, I've, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I don't have the Fs to give <laughs> for this anymore. So it's fine, it's fine. I've got the stuff I like, but that other stuff, eh, it's fine. Yeah. And I think that's actually a really important process because I think it, it's part of that trying to find an identity that we go through in our younger years where you're trying, uh, I think a lot of people use music as part of that identity and it's like, no, I will not listen to hip hop and rap because I am a punk and new metal guy. Yeah, hmm. I think it's, 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 it's just a natural, I think it's, it's a relatively natural and healthy thing to do as a, as a teenager. But there's obviously, you, as you grow older, you want that broader horizon. I want to be able to put on that jazz record and go, yeah, you know what? I like this. Yeah. I'd like to put on a record. I would, if anybody wants to buy me an LP player, they're very expensive. <laughs> you can get That's... like the, you can get like the little ones, the portable ones. I don't know how good they are, but. Well, <laughs> kind of defeats it, it, the point, that, doesn't it? <laughs> that, that, that's a strange one. Well, it's, you know, going back into the records as sort of like a hobby, it used to be like, what's the word for old and authentic? Vintage. Vintage, yes. It used to be a vintage hobby. Like, ah, yes, you know, my, my uncle and his like collection of, of records on the shelf. And then like rebranding to this new, ah, you too can be classy. Here's our, you know ex-brand record player and he's our yeah. you know uh, produced in the last like you know three years four years album now pressed onto an LP well I, the only thing I'll say is I've done some research into this and as much as I am not going to sit there and say oh vinyl sounds so much better you can really hear that no I like clean digital well mixed music the the only thing I saw that uh, a lot of this came from was that during the loudness wars of the 90s and, and so on, where when we got digital mixing and CDs, you could yeah. suddenly fit a lot more information onto a disc. And this led to loudness wars where people were mixing music to be louder and louder so it sounded good on the radio so that your single stood out from other people's. And you couldn't do that on vinyl because of the literal physical limitations of the medium. So you've mm. actually got albums from that era where, especially if you have an original mix, like there's a lot of remixing these days, a lot of re-releases. But if you have an original mix and you compare the vinyl to the CD, the vinyl sounds better simply because it hasn't been compressed and made as loud as humanly possible. So you're hearing mm. maybe something closer to the artist's intent. Otherwise, no, like this is just a pure hipster thing. I just like seeing the, you know, the big dinner plate sized I, thing in I my hand. I get it. It's, it's nice. It's like the, there's the, um, when you've got like an LP, you know, you've like, like with CDs, but even more so, I think you've got to go, you've got to get it. You take it out of its sleeve. You've got to make sure it's dust free. You've got to prepare your turntable, make sure that's dust free. Yeah. It's like, it's a whole process and it's very deliberate and you have to be really aware of what you're doing. You're 
putting on music you're going to listen to music uh, you don't yes. just you don't just push a button on your phone and sounds <laughs> come out you have to be very very particular about what you're doing or that other one alexa play the shins <laughs> yeah that's well that's that's kind of the 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 thing i wanted to really touch upon today and i've seen comments about this so i don't think we're treading like you know brave new territory here nonsense we're completely original and unique nobody's ever thought these words before <laughs> I, i've seen some people talk about like you know hey guys what's your favorite song to listen to now that you've got playlists and things and there, this person was actually coming from the opposite angle saying that they used to not listen to individual songs as much especially ones outside of singles because it was a pain in the butt you had to mm. get up, you had to, you know, do all that thing to get the LP on, find the track because you had to physically look and figure out where it was to play the song. Now you can, as you said, you know, Home Assistant, please play Blair. <laughs> I love Blair. It's the greatest album. It is mm. a good, it, 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 what, from, <laughs> what's that? It's, it's, it's Blair by the, yeah, no, it's, it's by Blair. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Blair by the band. <laughs> but to take that, flip it around, 180 degrees. I also Be think fine. that, well, yeah, like, I suppose that's the rotation flip. I don't know. I don't, this is getting very confusing already. Ah, here's a good transition. Side B. <laughs> All is well. Turn tape over. Tape over. <laughs> All is well. Yeah. When, when you go back to that, like, you get that intentionality that Jeff was talking about. The music becomes less disposable. It becomes less of a, okay, okay let's just chuck on a top 100. It's like, no, I am going to sit down and I'm going to listen to Brian Eno's music for airplanes. It, it's a thing. This is suddenly a, uh, what, what do I want to say? It's an, act, it's, it's an active activity. It's an activity, yeah. And, and I think this kind of feeds into what I get out of music, which uh, there's a, my word of the day is catharsis. It's a very good word where I feel like, if we approach music intentionally, we can really use it to help us through our moods. So whether you want to study and you want some like, you know, study beats, which I have found helpful personally. Mm. Good stuff. It's great or, stuff. You know, if you if you're dealing with maybe a more difficult emotion, and I know some people have the knee-jerk reaction of, I'm feeling sad, so I'm gonna put on some happy music to cheer me up. I personally find that counterintuitive. It's you know, like trying to play with toys as a teenager. Like, it's, it, it, it's, this isn't it's, working. Inva it's invalidating your own emotions. You know, whereas sometimes, like, it, it sounds, again, counterintuitive, but maybe putting on a Cure album, turning out the lights and lighting a candle and feeling sad for 45 minutes, hmm. you feel better afterwards. Well, I think it's, it's, it's understanding that you are feeling a particular way and you are, it doesn't matter if you don't want to or not, you're gonna, you are feeling this way. And instead of trying to hide it, mask it, cover it up or fix it, mm. you accept, lean you accept into that it. it's, you lean into it, you accept that it's happening and you mindfully consider it. And one, you know, sometimes it's figuring out why am I feeling like this? Or sometimes you know why you're feeling like this and you just need time to work through it but it's respecting and validating your own experience because oftentimes it's, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling kind of miserable, so I'm going to put on happy, clappy people and try and push it all down, push it right down. Uh, Which, <laughs> anecdotally, tangentially, somethingally, the song Shiny Happy People is not a happy song. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> they knew. 
Mm-hmm. What's well, kind of it's, it's the whole. I mean, that's, I mean, again, it's the whole point of the song. It's you know, it's that disconnect between sound and sound and lyrics. And actually, if you actually pay attention and listen with intent, you'll understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, same with like Bruce Springsteen's "Born in America." You know, it 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 sounds very. You know, do you mean "Born in the USA"? Born in the USA, that's the one. I don't know. I'm not a big Springsteen fan. I don't like the type. I I just I don't like blue. I don't like light wash blue jeans. <laughs> but he's oh. the boss. <laughs> no, 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 no. The boss was a World War II's op who was married to a ghost person in Metal Gear Solid. Oh it's- no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm shutting off Metal Gear Cast right now. <laughs> there will be an episode one day, just not today. <laughs> Um, good music um, in those games. <laughs> uh, well, Hid- yeah. Hideo Kojima is a very good example of somebody who is a tastemaker. He has a very good taste in music, and he's very deliberate with his soundtrack choices. Hmm. The music is definitely an interesting process. Like, not all music is for all times. There, there are some tracks and there are some sounds <laughs> that you can just play at any time. You'll be fine. There are definitely some albums which... You have to be in a specific mood to be able to listen to, and you may not be able to listen to it afterwards. You'll definitely clear the reception of a wedding if you put on corn. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like you don't just put on Black Star, you know, because, oh, you know, I think I'll just listen to Black Star in the background. No, 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 no. Nobody listens to Black Star in the background. No, no. Or or the Opeth's Ghost Reveries. I've definitely had a, an interesting period of time in my life where, yes, that, that, uh, that, that album is like very bleak. As it was, was soothing. As yeah, I said, it's catharsis. It's yeah. It's dialing into the emotion that you know is troubling you, allowing that emotion space to breathe and sometimes like scream, and then at the end of it, you kind of it's it's like going for a run. I don't know, like it just mm. it lets it out, and it as Jeff said, it respects the emotion and allows it time to be, and then it allows it time to move on, as opposed to, no, no, we're going to listen to Scar and Reggae until we feel better. <laughs> well, that's, 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 that's pretty much the thing. Like that, that is an album I had enjoyed at its time. Definitely not a happy album, but it's an album I can no longer really listen to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also in terms of just being aware of music's effects on your well-being or effects on your mental state, I have noticed that there are specific kinds of music that will set me off. Mm. Yeah, I think I think you can like if 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 you for an extended period of time, if you're in a you know in a troubled place or a negative space, and you're using music as a way of working through that, you can kind of transfer a lot of that um, negative emotion onto the music. Mm. So when you when you hear it when you hear it back. It, it kind of, it, as Murdoch says, it kind of triggers it. It can bring it all back. Mm. Mm. It, it, it's kind of like if you see somebody that their entire Spotify playlist for the past few weeks has been nothing but Leonard Cohen and the magnetic fields maybe check in on them. <laughs> how, you, how you doing? How you doing there? <laughs> what a, Not what a good. Want to go for a cup of coffee? <laughs> so, well, yeah, like... Positive music, like happy, genuinely happy music or genuinely like calm, relaxing music does have or can have a positive effect on your mental well-being, which is why it's very important to sort of sometimes tune what you're listening to. And yeah. understanding that there's more emotions than just sad and happy. 
Sometimes angry music, you know, I'm a big punk fan. So sometimes you need to, you know, if you're feeling just kind of mad at the world or mad at something that's going on, we're all a bit on edge. Sometimes mm. what you want is somebody else to say, yeah, anger is the correct emotion right now, rather than sort of like, no, 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 we're going to be good. And, you know, modern people, we're going to discuss. We're going to listen no, whale songs and yeah it's like no 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 pan flutes right now i need we need sometimes you need a bit of anger yeah you need to rage you know against the machine <laughs> but at the same time like there's far more complicated emotions you know uh, a big genre for jeff and i is post-rock and you know if you take the three so-called monsters of post-rock they can actually kind of represent three different complicated emotions and their albums will take you to different places where Godspeed You mm. Black Emperor is kind of anxious dread. and dread. dread. If, <laughs> I, if dread if dread had a sound it would be Godspeed. I've never been able to get through that one. I apologize. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But you know there there are you know there are albums that are exploring these feelings and these mm. concepts in a way. Whereas Explosions in the Sky, they are very much about euphoria. Like they mm. are about trying to take your, you through a, a very much like a cathartic experience where the music will make you feel a lot of emotions, but then it will crescendo and help you release those emotions. Mm. I'm not sure what emotion Mogwai goes for. I Glas the, the emotion is Glasgow. <laughs> the emotion of Mogwai is Glasgow, and that is an emotion. <laughs> I like it. It's amazing. I don't, know, I don't really know how to talk about Mogwai other than I like it and I like <laughs> the music that they have inspired. Hmm. Mogwai, I think they're the best of the three monsters. I think they're the best that represent anger. Hmm. There's a lot of rage in Mogwai, even though it's not it's not heavy, rageful music, but there is, hmm. a, there is an undertone of anger in Mogwai that I, I very much like. I, hmm. I have a funny comment here. I've definitely heard these names. Hmm. A very, very long time ago from you specifically, Moggy. I, I may how long I, it's been. Yeah. I, I yes, it's been it's been a, it's been a minute. <laughs> so I, I, I may recommend these bands periodically to everyone. <laughs> uh, everybody. Sh I also just, I think just going on emotions. Hunger is an emotion, and I will die on that hill. <laughs> and I don't know what songs represent hunger, what genres represent hunger. Write in and tell us. But I <laughs> indulgently minimal at gmail.com. Tell us if you what? are hungry. <laughs> tell us what your hungry. Tell us what your hungry songs are. Are you hungry for apples? Mm. I quit. I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving the booth. Well, that's that's just a comment on like you know music that has staying power. That's you know they've yeah. left an impact yeah. all of these years. Uh, a good emotion, a bad emotion, a memorable emotion. Like it's it's had staying power all this time. To add to that was an interesting comment a friend of mine has made not too long ago. Like, the ability to seek out new music is also something that we may tend to lose over time. Yeah. It's a I skill. Definitely. It's a skill that you have to keep up with because you have to look and search and really you have to listen to a lot of stuff that is not all right, good. but not for you. <laughs> mm. And you really have to stick with it. And then eventually you find that one thing is like, oh, is, yes. I mean, to pick up on both of those points, I think one of the really amazing things that's happened in the last sort of five years has been how a lot of the streaming services have been pushing shows to very young audiences using 
older music and then that music is sort of resurfacing. I had quite an interesting mm. experience at the beginning of this year with um, a friend of mine and I saw their top Spotify of 2023 and the top song was by The Cramps, who are a, yes. <laughs> who are a massively, massively amazing band that I love, but they're very strange, very strange. Mm. And they're very old. They're like from like the late 70s, early 80s. But there'd been a cover of one of their songs in Netflix's Wednesday. And mm. they suddenly mm. pushed this music in front of a whole new audience. And it's like, yes, you do that. Like, yes, Kate Bush is still good. Kate, you know, like, yeah, like um, how uh, Guys of the Galaxy 3 <laughs> used uh, the replacements in the end credits. I was, and it was I, like, it was awesome. My girlfriend was so confused why I was so happy. It's like, yes, it's the, <laughs> the because it's the replacements. They're amazing. I can't no. recommend the replacements enough. They're I, I, so I good. Have, I do have a small guilty admission. I've been surprisingly finding that like some of the tracks that go viral on TikTok are actually mm. quite good. Like the music that's going there. <laughs> so, so, yeah, sometimes sometimes you get like a song and it's like, you know, well, oh, this, this slaps. This, this kind of slaps, yeah. <laughs> Damn, TikTok, this be good. <laughs> well, again, I, all hope is lost, yeah. I think it's I think it's something that oftentimes, you know, especially when we're younger, we can look down on the way on the way certain people come across certain music. But ultimately, I don't think it, it doesn't matter. Jeff, it doesn't I'm matter sorry, where let me just, you Oh. Let me just interject. Ultimately, a huge amount of our music taste was informed by Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So, like, I don't think we're in any place to judge where people find their music. That that those games, well, 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 that's, that's the, uh, those games are those games are amazing. But that's the hilarious thing is that you can pick up your thing from one particular platform, mm. and still, as a, as a young person, you may look down on somebody else for doing something essentially the same, but with a different platform. Mm. And yeah. ultimately. If you find a song that you like or an artist you like, it doesn't really matter how mm. you found it, unless you stole it from the store. I mean, I mean, I <laughs> unless it's it, the, but... unless it's the um, System of a Down album, steal this album. In which case, I believe they're giving you permission. <laughs> I think, I think definitely, actually, that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, one 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 thing that's at least been somewhat useful in terms of like you know the the, the little tech tools that we've uh, had access to. Shazam has been a very fun little pocket utility. It's like, ah, that yeah, is a nice I, song. And instead of sitting with an earworm for like hmm. weeks, months, years on end sometimes, it's just like, I will just shazam that and save it to my playlist. <laughs> just going up to random friends in your life, like, tell me what this song is. Da, 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 da. And they're like, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm feeling kind of cold out right now. <laughs> no, no, it da, sounds da, something da, like this. It's nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. If you know where that is from, please do drop us a line at indulgentlymineral.gmail.com. That one is, uh, that one's a doozy. That's from, that's from Grandpa Hums while shaking fist at cloud. I remember that, I remember that fondly. Yes. Fondly, yes. No, no, very, 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 very odd anime called, what was it, Cromartie, Cromartie High School, I think? Oh. Oh. <sighs> Uh, but the there was an episode on this, that. the earworms, and, you know, by the end of the episode, they just come up with a completely original composition. Mm. I do have one last comment, and it's maybe appropriate. One of the things which I have come to appreciate throughout this entire journey of, like, exploring, discovering, listening to the music, new music, finding out what I like, finding out what I don't like, the tempering of the tastes and then the weathering down of the tastes, you know, just very uh, ambient music playing in the background is okay. I've also mm -hmm. really come to appreciate silence. 
I, I, I understand where you're coming from and I would love to. As a man with tinnitus, it, it, it can, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, it, it, it mm. kills me, but I understand, yeah. I do get why. Having nothing on is wonderful. It's torture to me. I, I'm sorry, like this is the one, like we're on just two different ends of the human spectrum here. Mm. Silence is absolutely, the only sound of silence I want to listen to is the one by uh, Disturbed or Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> hmm. Simon and Garfunkel, very good. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I can appreciate the music if I don't maybe like it. <laughs> oh, thank I like my folk to be a little more shouty. That, 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 that might be it then, you know, just tuning the right level for what you need at the time. Like maybe if you're sitting in silence, you're left your own to simmer in your own thoughts. Maybe that's not something you want to do. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's important. Sometimes you do need that space to actually think without mm. having something to distract you sometimes that's very important mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't want that sometimes you you, you need a distraction oh, I, guess I, just break, I guess i the, just break the out the old thinking thing, music mate that's all i do <laughs> yes, I, I think the important thing is is learning for yourself how to make that differentiation mm, yeah very very true and I, I, th I think it's a good distraction yeah like very very needed in today's uh interesting times now nah, in modern hectic lifestyle for sure Oof. Unless it's a Christmas card that is a famous Christmas carol that is just cats meowing over and over and over again, and it doesn't stop, and then you have to pull out the battery pack at the back, and it turns out, ha, it's a glitter bomb. F you, Jeff. Thanks. You know who you, 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 know who you are. Ooh, calling out on the air. Jeff, laying down them call-outs. All right, so since this is the first official Blobcast of 2024, let's start as we mean to go on, and let's do our Blobcast gratitudes. So... Murdoch, do you want to lead us in? Oh, uh, yes. Sleep. I've been grateful <laughs> for sleep when I can get it. It's, it. It is magical. Like, good sleep is priceless. All, All right. right. Very true. All right. It's free. Uh, <laughs> but it can be. It can also be very expensive. Like, what, what is the actual cost of sleep? You know, a <laughs> philosophical question for another time. <laughs> But no, like, uh, just, just the ability to disconnect from the physical world and bubble off into another realm. It, it gives your brain and body time to recover. Yeah. Hmm. yeah get your eight hours, mate. Get your eight hours. Uh, Jeff. So I've been doing the opposite. I have foregone sleep completely because I am 100% I am Baldur's Gate now. That's, that's <laughs> it. That's all, that's all I do. I sleep negative three hours a night. There is no Jeff, only Baldur's Gate. <laughs> there is there is only my character in Baldur's Gate. No, I'm 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 really I'm really loving Baldur's Gate, and I think I, I, a lot of people have talked about it ad nauseum. But you've got a game that genuinely respects your time and your intelligence as a human being. Doesn't hold your hand. It's just a very very fun and rewarding experience. I, I've I've just been enjoying that very much. Hmm. All right. Well, for me, I want to stay on the on today's topic. And I'm very grateful for how much great music is already being released. Like we're one month into 2024 and Alkaline Trio have dropped a new album for the first time in quite a while. Sunny Day Real Estate coming out of nowhere. With it's a big deal, track. guys. Everybody that didn't understand, it's a big deal. <laughs> to some of us, this is a huge deal. And it was good. So I'm very grateful, very, very grateful for that and Ooh. very grateful for all of the new music that is being passed to me from, you know, friends, from the internet, from everywhere. 
Uh, the, the last dinner party has been an interesting new discovery, so uh, I really, thank you for that I'm recommendation. Re- you know who you are. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. It's really, really good. I, 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 will, I will tag on one more note here, basically. If you have friends who share your taste in music, do take the recommendations. Treasure yeah. those people. <laughs> Some <laughs> good recommendations are few and far between these days. Mm. Okay, well, we've been indulgently minimal. I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope you've written down a couple band names to check out later. And if the music is not for you, well, we apologize. Come back to me if you don't like my opinions. I have other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, just let people enjoy things. I think that is a very, very important point. We forgot to pinpoint. Yeah. So if you like the episode, do to do share it on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Mastodon. There are links in the show notes. We put up when we put new episodes out. We try to share a couple photos every now and again. We interact with social media in a very specific way. But if you want to follow us, do check us out there. Links in the show notes. If you want to go old school, indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. Thoughts, questions, ideas for episodes, things you want to cover, or just to say hi. We love Easy hearing recommendations. from you. Yeah. <laughs> music recommendations always looking for new albums mm-hmm. so again indulgently minimal at gmail.com if you want to help support the show help us keep making it we are on coffee the link is ko-fi.com forward slash indulgently minimal we're entirely self-funded so anything you can do to help we really do appreciate thank you to everyone who's donated so far it really helps us do what we're doing i've been moggy and i've been joined today by jeff Thanks, guys. Remember to go easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. And remember, folks, indulge a little. Thank you for joining us. See you for the next one. Bye. See you later, guys. Take care, everyone.